Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Ernie Adams, I don't even know how to describe him. We used to see this guy walking around. He had these glasses, this mustache. Always talking to Belichick in private. They were always like kind of whispering. Ernie Adams being at the center of Spygate made perfect sense to me. He's a football savant. Ernie Adams is a genius. There's not one detail that Ernie Adams would not know about. Just so you know, on this whole video thing. The video thing? The Jets game in 2007. Oh. Okay. Just, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to reopen it. Well, we have to talk it a little bit. Yeah, right, but just, just, you know, I mean, this is, you're not going, I'm not, like, could I tell you stories? Yes, am I going to, no, I got some, I, I, this is, I, it's going to the grave with me a little bit. Okay, well, let's just talk about it. We'll see where we go. That was a segment that stood out in the uh, fourth episode of the Dynasty, the Ernie Adams segment. As uh, we get, I don't know, I was about to say we get more of an idea of what it is Ernie Adams does, but we didn't really. We just have a bunch of guys going, I don't know what Ernie Adams did. <laughs> but that no one was surprised that he was at the center of uh, Spygate, which is what episode four spends the majority of the time talking about. Um, we'll get into some of that Ernie Adams stuff as well. Just, you know, I mean, this is, you're not going, I'm not. <laughs> Okay, and I love Ernie. the, is, what, who, I'm sorry, the, the interviewer, Matt. Uh, Matt That's Matt Hamachek. Matt Hamachek. Yeah, well, l- let's just talk about it and see where it goes. Like, he does a yeah. good job. Okay, well, let's just talk about it. We'll see where we go. <laughs> He's like a therapist. Like, let's just talk. We'll, we'll talk this out. We'll talk this through. We'll, uh, we'll, see what, we'll see what happens. But Ernie is so ominous, like, oh, I got stories, but I'll go to the grave with him. Right. So he clearly is threatening to, like, take down everybody else who was doing it or something. Yeah. I mean, there's a there's a there's an implied threat there. I don't think that Spygate stuck to him. No, you know the way it stuck to didn't stick Belichick to anybody, in my opinion. Crafts and all that. I mean, it stuck to the Patriots as a team, I guess. Kinda. But it didn't. St- it wasn't like oh, that was Ernie Adams' thing. Did it ruin anything? Mm, no. They went on to have a second half of the dynasty. They did years, years and years. They're later, considered yeah. the greatest uh, dynasty of all time. They're doing documentaries about their greatness. They're talking about how great you know the goat 
Bill Belichick, the GOAT, Tom Brady, mm-hmm. how great a powerful owner Robert Kraft is. Now, well, did Deflategate have a big impact? I mean, no. Okay, so. No. <laughs> Tef- that's why I, I call him Teflon Tom. In the He's been involved with some of the biggest scandals in the history of the sport, and nobody talks about it. It may have uh, affected the relationship between Bill and Brady in a way that sure. never really recovered, so that's something. But it, and, didn't, it didn't take away from them no. in the way that I think some of the detractors and Jets fans hoped it would. And that's why I think yeah. you're Big Q at two. If you want to reset that before Let's reset I finish it. my point. Big Q at two. Uh, what was the biggest adversary for the Patriots? The uh, Let's see what the voting is at right now. I haven't looked this up in a while. Uh, the voting right now is still Roger Goodell out in the lead. It's Roger Goodell, Eric Mangini, Bernard Pollard, and the New York Giants. Roger Goodell, 52.3% uh, of the vote, followed by the Giants at about 28%, then Pollard at 11 and Eric Mangini at 8.5%. How can Roger Goodell be the biggest issue when Kraft admits... I told Roger Goodell, just fine him and fine us, but don't suspend him. And, and Goodell's like, okay, I'll do that, and then we'll destroy all evidence so no one will ever see it. Cue Robin Glazer with a hammer walking down the hallway ominously. Like, what did Goodell do? Well, I think Goodell was much more of an adversary during Deflategate. To who? To the Patriots. It was at least viewed that way. To the Patriots or yeah. to Tom? Well, to the Patriots in general. I mean, Tom there was, was kind of hung out to dry. He was, but I mean, Ted and I'm Wells, not a Tom Brady defender. Ted Wells was hired by Roger Goodell. You know what I mean? Like that all happened at the at the behest of really the other owners who all wanted Goodell to do it. But then Goodell ended up being the one who sort of prosecuted all of that, and I think that's why Patriots fans hate him so much. It wasn't so much because of what happened in Spygate. In Spygate, I feel like he kind of had the Patriots back more than he would have otherwise. Absolutely. In Deflategate, you can't really say that. Even though I think. The first we see of Goodell in whichever one of these episodes is like, you know, I have to I have to be the bad guy or whatever. And even the owners know that. Right. And then you get Roger. I mean, you get Robert Kraft saying, I told him don't suspend Bill. And then Goodell didn't suspend Bill. The damnedest thing. It's, yeah. And a lot of people believe some part of the hammer coming down into Flategate was because Goodell now felt like, well, I went easy on you the first time and you screwed me by doing something else. I got to come down harder to appease the other 31 owners who know I went easy on you the first time. Yeah. Like, there, there's a, a factor there. But I still go back to the Giants. Do you put Roger Goodell even in, like, the top, like, is he in even, like, the top five of adversaries for the Patriots? No. I don't put him there either. Because from this scandal, correct me if I'm wrong, as I like to say, they did it, correct? Mm-hmm. They did it. So Goodell didn't, like, oh, they did I tell it. you stories? Yes. Am I going to? No. I got some st- this isn't one of those like uh, those bad movies where like some guy's getting pulled over and the cop slips the coke in his pocket and then right. goes, "Oh, what do we have here? Cocaine <laughs> in your pocket?" That's entrapment. Like I'm pretty sure Bill Belichick with Armin Katayan because he wouldn't talk about it in this. Thank actual you. I document. cannot think of that guy's yeah. name because yeah. when they went to Bill Belichick, I forgot in real about time, that interview. That he's yeah. like. I've already said what I needed to say on that. And then they go right to that interview where he was like, look, it was it was a mistake. We So by saying I made a mistake is basically you admitting, yeah, we did it. He did it. I broke the rule, right? Yeah. Yep. So I taped from the wrong area. The fix you know? wasn't in. Nothing was in. I, so they now they clearly blame Mangini. That's where the Pioli thing right. comes in. Like when you're part of the family, you never leave the family. And <laughs> okay. the family comes first. And like, okay, Luca Bratti. <laughs> wait, what are we doing here? It's football. <laughs> You know, I was a ball boy. You gave me a job. I worked my way up, and I yeah. left. And I knew you were cheating, so I said you were cheating. All I remember, all yeah, like Eric, he was the coach of a division rival. He was trying to win. Yeah. Don't you think Bill Belichick does everything to win? Absolutely. So Eric Mangini learned from Bill Belichick that you do anything you can to win. Yeah. You taught the criminal that turned on you. <laughs>
It's true. You groomed him for this. You blame yourself. And Mangini, I mean, listen, after that, that did not uh, go well for Mangini. The Jets weren't very good, and then did he go to Cleveland after that or something? He, and like, yeah, he beat the Patriots. He, he beat the, the Patriots. Right. He beat and, the Patriots as both, yes, I believe. He did. And remember, he was Mangenius, and he was on the Sopranos, and then it kind of petered out. Yeah. I don't remember that. All yeah, of Belichick's, he was Mangenius. All of Belichick's eh. coaching tree guys beat him. Yeah, and they didn't beat anybody else. <laughs> yes, Josh we all beat them, indeed. Pretty much, it's true. Patricia beat them uh, that one Patricia year. Did yeah. beat them. Detroit Josh kicked them. their ass. Uh, yep. Joe Judge beat them. Uh, Josh McDaniels beat them with the Broncos and with the uh, Raiders. Yep. I mean, it's like it's weird. You go down the line, and they were not good coaches. They were not good head coaches. But they beat Bill's ass <laughs> like every time they played. It was really very strange. Um, so the biggest adversary is who? So it's still the Giants. I agree because there's two Super Bowls that went to the Giants, that if they don't go to the Giants, your numbers are now uh, Bill Russellian. Russellian. Yeah. Whatever. How would you That's say that? That's definitely not a word. <laughs> you can't just add Ian Multifactorial, <laughs> cataclysmic, those are words. Um, Bill Russellian. That is not. Like, the numbers are silly. Like, even silly. I should say sillier, because the Patriots' numbers and Brady's numbers are already silly. They are. And it changes the history of the game. And if they win that first one, I don't know, does that change anything thereafter? Does, like, the momentum continue? Butter, I'm a butterfly effect guy. Mm-hmm. Does Brady not tear his ACL to start the next year because they're coming off a Super Bowl? It changes some little factor in the whole fabric of the world. Does Kevin Falk not go to that little Wayne show? Uh, I mean, <laughs> like, who knows? Yeah. Everything changes. So I really do believe the giant. And is Tom Coughlin, is he in the Hall of Fame? No. I don't know. I don't should, think he is. I think he should be. I feel like he kind of should be, too, but maybe Coughlin, not. I'd have to do a little research on this. Fame. Let's see. Tom Coughlin. We'll have to wait a little longer to be indicted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Um, Inducted. Yeah, he was passed over. He was passed over this year. Okay. Um, but, yeah, like so much history changed. Randy Moss, how many Super Bowl rings he got? Zero. Nothing. Like, history changes for all those guys and the perception. Like, there's a certain radio host in this town that thinks Moss was a dog and there was no way the Patriots were ever going to win with a player like Randy Moss. One of the dumbest sports ho- talk radio takes <laughs> I've ever heard in my entire life. And yet... The facts are on his side because Moss never won a ring, even though Moss was out there and helped them take the lead. And yeah. What is it, 242 left when he left the field with a lead? And then. I mean, you can say that about Wes Welker and Logan Mankins yeah. and all the other guys on those all teams that never won either. I mean, changes. You know, per- yeah. yeah. Welker's the perfect example. Right. Fraudulent Patriot fans, the supposed Foxborough faithful, turned on him so quickly. When he dropped when he that pass a, in yeah. 2011. Yeah. But if he had already won, and there were some that believed he was going to be the MVP, by the way, of Super Bowl 42, mm-hmm. if they win the game. Yep. Now Wes Welker is a beloved member of Patriot Nation for the rest of his life, right? Instead, he's the the laughing stock. They mock him. He's the guy that Edelman's that better. Thank you. That that people will Stupid. put underneath Julian Edelman. Stupid. You know, the numbers clearly indicate Stupid. Wes Welker was the better receiver. Wes I Wes voted for Bernard Pollard, by the way. I was gonna say I was gonna ask Andy where he put Pollard on the list. Why Why do you have Pollard? And, and so I I came up with the answers to this and Roger Goodell I, I knew was going to sort of stand out because he is that figurehead of the NFL always trying to crack down on the league and obviously the Giants and reliving it was awful and Eric Bangini turning his back in page of whatever Bernard Pollard I can make an argument that Bernard Pollard directly derailed several playoff runs for the New England Patriots he ended could you imagine Tom Brady getting a full season coming back in 2008 after going out the way they did? Who knows? Maybe they go undefeated that year, too, because they're so sought off about how things ended with the Giants. Rob Gronkowski was this force of nature when he came into the league. And 
a Bernard Pollard tackle ended Rob Gronkowski's season. He never got to play in the playoffs. He knocked out Stephen Ridley in 2012 uh, when he was with the Ravens uh, and with the opportunity to go and tie the game against them. I don't recall the Wes Welker injury. Wes Welker, but he was around. He, uh, he was, I believe he was cutting to avoid Pollard. to avoid Bernard Pollard. Wes Welker gets hurt. He is done for the year. Bernard Pollard, absolutely, I think, just single handedly wrecked. You know, I think was the cause of this drought from you know not being able to win a Super Bowl in 2007, and again not having Gronk in 2011. Uh, Tom Brady getting hurt. Not to mention, do you mention remember that Ridley hit? That's what I'm saying. He yeah. he knocked Ridley out. That's a penalty out. now. R- Ridley completely unconscious, and the Ravens go on to win that game uh, and knock the Patriots out. But also, just like internally, so that's just on the field stuff. Internally, I think Bill Belichick. You know, if you look at what Seth Wickersham has written, that that Bill Belichick was always trying to move on from the 30 year old quarterback. So I think. When Tom Brady gets hurt due to Bernard Pollard hitting him low and he puts in Matt Castle, Bill Belichick starts to think, is Tom Brady really that great? Is Tom Brady really that special? Or is he just a guy that that I surround with all these great weapons? And, you know, Matt Castle doesn't have the same ability, but we still went 11-5 and and missed the playoffs uh, on a tiebreaker to the Miami Dolphins. I think that could have, in my crazy head started the the beginning of the end as far as the separation from Bill Belichick to Tom Brady, where he goes, well, if Tom's not here and we're still having success, how is how important is it to have the greatest quarterback of all time? I don't think any of that happens if Bernard Pollard isn't out there being the Patriot killer that he went on to become famous for. Well, he makes you about 55% better or something because you lost five games with Matt Castle sure. and you were undefeated with Tom Brady. Because your I'm other point's Br- perfect. I'm on Tom Brady. If so. Tom Brady's back in 08, with the motivation of 07, they might go undefeated that year because the team was still really good. Football game. The guy who never started in college led them to 11 wins. You don't think Brady could have led them to another 16 wins? Probably could have. Of course, but again, Bill Belichick looks at that and goes, oh, man, I am a genius. Look at this team that I built. <laughs> and Ernie goes, yes, you are, Bill. You and I, were, Bill, we're geniuses. Bill, you're going to yes. include me when we talk about this, right? Well, I have some stuff to say on the sidelines. And I'll take it to my grave. All right, let's go to Kevin and Bill Rickett, 617-779-7937. He has a thought on Tom Brady. Go ahead, uh, Kevin. All right, Christian, Andy, thank you. Man, I, I was I was ready to hang up five times. I've been on a hold for so long. Well, you've been having a, anyways, a spirited conversation, Kevin. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, you know, about the giant Super Bowls, you know, with, with Tom, in each one, I can't remember, uh, 7 and 11, he had an opportunity to run for a first down, one was a third down, one was a fourth down, and he ended up throwing the ball. And then, all right, Ellis Hall blew the coverage, but, oh, how could Rodney Harrison have the presence of mind? Hey, Ellis, don't go for the inside move, and, and blah, blah, blah. And- that was an all-out blitz. Sorry, Kevin, I hung up. But yeah. that was an all-out blitz, and it was one-on-one, and he was one-on-one with a guy who was a foot taller than him. I yeah. mean, that's, you know, bl- even if he was in perfect coverage, I think he did, Burris probably comes down with that, right? Probably. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, they was on an island, and the blitz didn't get there in time. That's now, what you can argue point. what's the more dangerous thing. Can you tackle him after he runs a slant? And the sluggo, if you get beat on that, is what it ended up being, a yeah. touchdown. Um, but... I don't know if it's on. It's on Rodney. Plexico Harrison. have ankle injury uh, issues going into that game too. You knew he couldn't cut in, so he could only go one direction. Yeah, I just and putting that on Rodney. If you want to put on Romeo, Romeo Cornell. Yeah, I wouldn't put that on Rodney. Was that Romeo? Uh, yes. Right? Wasn't he in the? Wasn't he in there screaming at him on the sideline in the documentary? Wasn't that Romeo yelling at him? 
forgetting now. I thought it was. Maybe not. Anyway, 617-779-7937 is the phone number. Uh, we'll continue with your phone calls, and uh, Ryan Garvin will tell you what's trending right now. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Sports talk in perfect harmony. Ah, why you punish me? This is Jones and Meggo. W-E-E-I. I didn't party with the rest of the team. The next day, I remember getting in the car and Coach Belichick, and he got in. He was still f***ed up from the night before. I could smell the alcohol. But I remember him saying to me, well, Tom, you had a pretty good year, you know? And uh, that was his way of complimenting me. That was a good moment. That was a good moment from the uh, third episode there, post-Super Bowl. Belichick. What kind of drunk do you think he is, Belichick, uh, when he's effed up, as Tom put it? Let's see. 2002? What was, I don't know, scotch probably? No, no, no. I mean, like, is he really nice, talkative, Oh, what kind of angry? drunk is he? I mean, I thought, like, what was he drinking? No, um, no, no. I would guess he's probably a lot uh, looser when he's drinking. You know what I mean? I'd I imagine he's like a, he's like a lot friendlier. He probably you know he probably tells his friends he loves him when he's drunk. I bet he's one of those kind of drunks. That's I how bet, I, I bet he was hope. telling Ernie like, "Man, I love you, Ernie." Like you know, it was one of those type of things. Yeah, I, like I come hope. here, listen to me, man. Because like, if Ernie. he becomes more, if he's a mean drunk, then it's like, jeez, yeah, you're mean. He got so He was still f-ed up from the night before. But who's gonna be a mean drunk when you win the Super Bowl? You know, like there's certain. It depends what you're drinking for. If you're drinking because you're down, you might be a, a mean drunk. If you're drinking to celebrate. So 07 Belichick drunk after the, the oh, yeah. loss oh, yeah. might be a little different. Stay Several away. eyeballs were smashed that night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want to get I wouldn't want to get in that room. Um I like that. I like that little bit from Tom Brady there. I've liked the Brady parts too. I mean, you know, we were obviously expecting to hear from Tom Brady. He's been pretty forthcoming. And I think certainly in the first two episodes, you know, his stuff is playing pool with the offensive linemen, you know, drinking. Oh, the old like, puffy face Brady yeah, on yeah, the yeah. old video footage from 
David Nugent. Yeah, doing the uh, De Niro impression at the pool table. Like, that was cool. I, or when I he became a millionaire that. and they just rocked out to... Uh, Black, Black Betty. Betty. Black Betty, yeah. Who sings like, Black Betty? Who sings that song? Ram Jam. Ram Jam. How do you know that? Because he's... I, I have years and... Is that a one-hit wonder? I, I feel, Music I, You know what? It is. It is absolutely a one-hit wonder. Okay, because I never There's been it. a lot of great covers of Black Betty, by the way. There's all all across different genres of music. I'm not saying you got to look them up. I was right going to say now, but there, are, there are a lot of them. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven is the phone number. Any uh, other thoughts here on episodes three and four that we didn't get to, Andy? So the only um, thing that I wouldn't say bothered me, I thought there was a little Robert Kraft whining about how everybody was against them. Well. I mean, that's kind of how the world works. Yeah. Everybody was for you. Even Mike Martz said it. He was pissed when he looked around New Orleans and it was like Patriots fans, red, white, and blue. Everybody's, a, you know, we're all Americans, red, white, and blue. Like that year. Yeah. People thought it was rigged, if you remember. Of course. On 9-11 yeah. and they scripted it for the Patriots. And the Patriots win. won the Super right. Bowl, yeah. And then, yeah, obviously when you're undefeated. Wouldn't they rig it for a New York team? <laughs> like, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't that make a little more sense? Don't look too deep into the details. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then... When your team is admitting that you're kind of playing like a-holes. Right. <laughs> you're running the score up on people. What was the famous Belichick quote? Didn't, wasn't that the year where he said, yeah, people... Do were, your job. No, no, that's one. Oh, I got you. I'm Thank sorry. you. Uh, when somebody asked about running it up, what do you want us to do? Kick a Kick field, a field goal? goal? Right. Right? That's the famous quote. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. well, if you're going to be the a-hole and the bully and you know try to beat people by 15 and, and embarrass embrace people... embrace it and be outward about it. It's right. not like they were you know behind the scenes. Like they were in your face being and Don't whine when everybody was against us. Like, right. I actually would want to reach that point. I want to be Mike Tyson. I want to be the person on top of the mountain. Yeah, the Yankees. You know, you know you're a kid things, in elementary yeah. school in the big snow pile, and you're the king of the mountain. Yeah, bring it on, bitches. I'm at the top of the mountain. You're all going down. Yeah. I don't want to be the kid climbing up the mountain. No, that you guy's got to do work. Right. Robert Kraft wants to be liked, though. You he know? does want to be He has be liked. a compulsion to be liked by everybody. So as much as he liked winning all those games and, you know, running up the score and all of that, he knew what that looked like to the other owners, and the other <laughs> owners didn't like it, and it was a whole thing. So I can I can sort of see why he was that way. He also was, you know, the devil was at work when that uh, Tomasi piece came out in the Herald. Like, you know, that wasn't, that wasn't you getting called to the carpet for something that a source was telling a reporter like that was the devil at work right. like okay you know well, and i also that was more of the haters going after you like dramatic too yeah and also at the beginning of the season you admitted to doing similar behavior so you know what i mean like that's that's part of it too that wasn't haters that was i mean i guess it was haters but they had a reason to hate you you know i did also enjoy the um circle of his life or role or interaction with the herald there was an early clip about right. He's talking to Pat talking Purcell, to Purcell yeah. and he's like, I hope it's selling a lot of papers for the Herald. And then you have Jonathan saying, and if it was worth anything, we would own that paper, yeah. but it's not. I'd, I'd like buy Jonathan, and sell you if I wanted to. Jonathan's come don't. off pretty well in this. Uh, yeah. Good dramatic uh, retelling of the postgame locker room with the people vomiting on the floor, mm-hmm. even though he didn't like the way he delivered it. He right. was like, I, l- let, me, let me say it better. And I'm watching up. guys throw up and cry on the floor. Cut, cut. No, I, I want to say it a better way. And then when he's talking about the Herald, like that was that was gold, right? Yeah, there. that was pretty good. Um, th- do we have the Robin Glazer part? Can we uh, can we play this? So, Robin Glazer, who is now in control of everything at a Gillette Stadium, if you no if one you has were, said that, just no you one has guys said it, on this show, but no one has denied it. And Gerard Mayo would not even breathe her name uh, in that press conference. So I, uh, to assume that she, everyone's afraid of her and that she runs everything, and she has, uh, you know, she's basically pulling all the strings. That's that's how we prefer to look at it. Okay, I don't know if it's true or not, but that's how we're looking. Just more run with it. Us. Robin Glazer, one day after she got hired, had to do uh, this when uh, when walking down the hallway. And it was going to be a story, and so 
the NFL flu security personnel in again. And it was decided that we would destroy the tapes on premises. So I remember walking down the hallway and asking someone for a hammer. And they took the hammer to the tape. Can you stop it real quick, Ryan? So if you did, not to give away too much of this thing, because I know people still haven't seen it all yet, but there's this scene where Robin Glazer, re- it's a reenactment. It's like in the first episode when Ernie Adams reenacted his commute from his house to the old stadium. It's a reenactment. The Patriots are going to turn into a pumpkin, kid. <laughs> it's Robin Glazer. Your calls now. <clears throat> and she gets this cool, like, entourage, slow walk down the hallway <laughs> in, the, in the craft building I with the hammer in her hand. Like, and it's oh, like, oh, God. <laughs> I was so waiting for, stupid. like, porno for Pyros to start playing. <laughs> Instead, it's just her walking down the hallway with the hammer. And then uh, you can continue. But that's- I remember walking down the hallway and asking someone for a hammer. Hey, who's got a hammer over And they took the hammer to the tapes. And I'm on my hands and knees in a dress and high heels, picking up the tapes and throwing them away. I remember thinking to myself, I'm gonna all run the, the team cycles, someday. all the commentary, this is done. It's over. We've been fined. This is over. That is not at all what happened. She's right. That's not at all what happened. No. And why did you think that's what was going to happen? Mm. I don't know. When the Broncos got she in trouble. Was, you know, it was like her first day. Like, remember the Broncos <laughs> got in trouble? There's a lot to be thrown on your plate. I was just thinking I'd sign some forms, get health insurance, go to lunch with somebody. Like, the Broncos won two Super Bowls, and they circumvented the uh, salary cap to do it. Remember, they got money through yeah. the new stadium and all that, and they gave it to Terrell Davis and John Elway. And, like... After that happened, people were mad, but it didn't stick with them like this stuck with the Patriots. So maybe that's why she didn't think it would be a big deal. Well, but this, you know, I don't know. I just, it seems shady. When you're smashing something with a hammer, it didn't get that, get Brady in trouble? Didn't he smash his phone with a hammer? Uh, Yes, years later, he did. So, well, he did something to his phone. He destroyed When you smash something with a hammer to make it disappear, just feel shady. Like, I I mean, the the league smashed the tapes. No, she did. No, no, no. This they were done. smashing the tapes, and she was it's picking over. up the smash tapes. I think she was on her hands and knees in a dress, smashing tapes, and then throwing them and in the garbage. Heels and throwing yeah. them in the garbage. I interpreted it that the league uh, representatives were there, and they smashed the tapes, oh. and she put them all in. So why is she out. getting her entourage slow motion walk down the yeah. hallway with a hammer? Oh, she had the hammer. She holds the hammer. Now, you she believe she still holds she, the hammer. She does. And then she gave it to the guys who were there to smash the tape. The NFL smashed the so tape. you don't think a woman could smash something? No, I don't. Sexist. With their little, with their little dainty hands? No, of course not. I also just think the imagery <laughs> of it is shady. Like if you had the imagery some, of it is, yeah, if I mean, you yeah. had some oversized shredder and put every videotape through the shredder, <laughs> like grind it all up, less shady. That would when break you have the a hammer, probably, but yeah. No, they, they make fancy shredders like that. You've never seen that online? That shred... Video tapes? tapes, exactly. Or I've never, I've never seen. One oh no, of they have shredders that could shred you. That's really? not coming up in your Instagram TV. algorithm. Okay. No, it's very Hulk and, Hogan and coolers. Though, a lot of people <laughs> find it kind of. I'm uh, buying that thing. Uh, entertaining and calming to watch huh. things. Get oh, broken. like those crushers they throw yeah. like a couch into it. I have seen yeah. those. I have seen those. And people like watching it. Yeah, it's yeah, weird. I enjoyed watching that stuff. I like the hydraulic press too. Yeah, that squash, uh, squishes random objects. I enjoy that as well. Ninety thousand Skittles compressed. Yeah, here's like a cell phone getting or a baseball getting crushed by a hydraulic. Calming, yeah. woman on floor with hammer, <laughs> shady. <laughs> Definitely shady. It just feels shady, I'm not going to lie. All right, it is uh, 5.30. Mego's not here, but we're going to do some heart splaining right about now. Is there an opener? Should I go? 
This is it. Yeah. This is your own. Oh, this is it? Yeah. I didn't know if there was like a, a voice or guy says it's heart splaining time. We just figured this out five minutes ago. That would be amazing if I had that. I, it? I have a lot of faith in you. I don't. Maybe you don't your in yourself, but I have faith in you. Place. You want us to play Little Miss Can't Be Wrong for you? We could do that. That's what we do for Mega. I just, I got this nice <laughs> cover of Black Betty. So, good cover. This came to me on the fly a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Um, marketing is a miraculous thing. I believe. Sure. Like the ability to make people want something that they never knew they needed or wanted. And that is what I want to talk about. Okay. What is the best or worst thing that you didn't know you needed that you were sucked into, marketed, uh, FOMO'd, whatever you want to call it? Like, for example, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to use their name because they're not an advertiser. But uh, cookies are a real big thing these days. There's a certain company that has blown up. With like five dollar cookies, and oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're everywhere, in like strip malls and stuff. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And people now just willingly say, "Hey, you want to go get these cookies?" And you, like a it's family like a of scene, four yeah. is spending twenty bucks on just cookies. Mm-hmm. And it happens. In my I come home to my house probably three times a week, where either my son, my daughter, <laughs> their friends have these boxes are just on the table, and it's like, where are you getting this money to spend twenty, twenty five dollars on cookies? You dead? But I, <laughs> you're not lying. Um, but I will say. They're pretty good cookies. <laughs> yeah. But they're so well marketed that they come out with a new menu every week to lure you in because it's only for this week that you can get this version, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Or, you know, for example, big TVs. Mm-hmm. Like forever, people were happy with their 20-inch TV. And then all of a sudden, and that ties me in, I thought of this a little bit early in the first stages of Dynasty where Ty Law was all excited about his flat screen because they right. built a wall in front of the TV <laughs> so it looks like a flat screen. Yeah. But suddenly, that everybody. Old condo, right? You drive yeah. by these little, for example, little apartments, little condos where they got like an eighty screen, eighty inch screen on the wall, and you're like, "Do you really need that in your mm-hmm. little? Maybe save the two grand you you spade, spent on the TV, and and have a nicer house. Have yeah. a ni- like. There's this whole world where we've been convinced we need stuff that we really don't need, and we spend a lot of money on this stuff that we really don't need. So. What's an example of something that you've been marketed into, suckered into? Because I'll give you a positive example. Mm-hmm. I never thought I really needed the whole zero-turn lawnmower. It's life-changing. Oh, yeah? Absolutely life-changing. Okay. You know, I thought it was for uh, landscapers. Those people, like, oh, they got to go really fast. They need that. That what? Do I need it? Do I need to? Because they're more expensive. Right. They they upsell you. It's an extra two grand or whatever for the riding lawnmower. You can get the regular rider for, like, two grand or the zero-turn for four. Do I really need the zero turn for two grand more? Yes, you do. It's the greatest thing that's ever been invented. It makes mowing fun, and it cuts it the time in half. Okay. It's awesome. What so if- these cookies, are these cookies an example of good or bad? Remember cupcakes were along this road? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A few years ago, everybody told you. All the cupcake places started closing recently, right. too. Because now yeah, cookies are the a big next cupcake big thing. explosion. Right. Yeah. Donuts have had their ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Like these donuts now cost like four dollars a donut because it's not really a donut it's kind of a cannoli's gonna have their day again you're just watching they might come back because they're traditional the cannoli never dies so it's special for you do you have an example of something that's very much worth it that you never knew you needed until you had it yeah and then something that you never knew you needed and i would put streaming services on the negative side okay i never knew i needed them and i think they suck and i want to go back to cable and i think eventually we will because guess what's happening they're all starting to Bunch together, right? And that's called cable. <laughs> Will you guys all join this together to one service? Cable, it's cable. Yeah. So I think streaming, <laughs> where we were marketed something that is stupid. Yeah. Um. One thing that I, one thing that I have recently uh, decided is an important part of my life. You guys ever been to like a hot pot restaurant? 
Yes. You know what they are? I know yeah, what yeah. they are. I've yeah. never been, though. For the uninitiated, a hot pot restaurant is basically a, uh, a place where you sit at a table, and there's a hole in the table, and there's like a, a big bowl, and they just heat up the broth, and you take all the ingredients, and you dump it in the broth. A lot of them have like buffets, and you get like the vegetables, or they bring over some like raw meat or raw fish or whatever, and you dump it in, and it's, you know, it gets boiling hot, and you basically make the soup there right in front of you. If you think about it, you're making your own food, you know? Like, oh, yeah. It's like you're doing all the work, you know? Like, you could go to a place, like a pho place or something, and they'll just make it for you, and you, you can order certain things. But in this one... You put the toppings on the pizza, and you put it into yeah, the oven. that's basically what it is. It's no, but Kramer's, those it's Kramer's idea, you know? Like, where you there's make your own pie. Where they you buy the toppings and you bring it home yeah, and cook exactly. it. No, no, no. If I wanted to cook, I'd cook. I want to have a nice, easy night. I want the pizza to arrive, and I want to put no, it in my you're mouth. You're going right. to spend money in my restaurant. You're going to pay for the ingredients. You're going to put it together. I'm going to give you a bill. You're going to pay, and you're going to go home and yeah. get out. I, I got to tell you, I love hot pot. <laughs> I do. I understand that Why? it's kind of dumb, but I just, something about dropping the food in, you know, getting it ready when it's just, when it's exactly right, having the sauce that you can sort of mix it with, sitting there making a big mess at the table with like this big feast. Like that's, that's how I like to eat. So the text line 978 brings up heated mirrors on your car door. Absolute game changer. I think cars are loaded with these things. Mm -hmm. Some of them are great and some of them aren't. For me. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> for me, the one that I never had until, and I didn't think it was a big deal, is the self-dimming mirror or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that the high beams don't look bright when you look in your mirror. Mm-hmm is a lifesaver. I'm into that. I mean, so, like, changes everything. I got the heated steering wheel. Ooh, heated steering brag. wheel. Yeah, that's uh, that's something I didn't know I needed until I had uh, it. Heated car seats are pretty high on the... Like, I like those, Those too. are real... For around here. During Now, I don't have cooled. I'm not sure if I need the cooled car seats. I know that's another thing. That's a car version of this where they market it to you and they charge a lot more. Like, oh, you need the package with the uh, cooled car seats. That'll right. be an extra five grand. <laughs> Um, but I think there's a million of these things. And I find this world, this also ties into, I'm into infomercials. You're into infomercials? Clearly. I, I, that's like the genesis of this whole it segment is. is you just sitting there going, oh my God, I didn't know that I needed a Chia pet that waters it. So right. Billy, Billy Mays guy. And you're right. I wouldn't have bought it for $80, but when you put the little X through it a couple times and now it's only $39.95. Those little can cost you thousands in repairs. They're giving it away. Or the, the any of the food-related ones, I always go back to, have you ever had trouble making an omelet and they <laughs> cut to a guy with, like, eggs in his hair? Oh, and yeah. It's like, you need the omelet maker 2000. That guy's no, really No, I've never actually trouble. had a problem. I crack the egg and I cook it and I eat it. It's If you clean the pan right after you're done with it, you don't get egg stuck in there. It doesn't matter if it's copper or otherwise. Who's, that, way? who's that crazy some bitch with the uh, flex seal? Yeah. yeah. That was Mike Leaky Roos that cost you thousands of repairs. That Makes guy. a whole boat out of the flex seal. And it works. You and he's flex seals remarkable. There's sharks in the water and he is going through the shark and it's no big deal. He's in the flex seal boat. Correct. It works. I had a hole you in a big plastic tub, <laughs> slammed it on like he shows you how to do where the yeah. water's coming out. It sticks. It's a miracle. Unbelievable. It's awesome. But it's well marketed. And it probably existed forever. I just didn't know it was there until he put it on TV and called it Flex Seal and showed mm -hmm. me that you could block up a pool leak with it or build a boat out of it. Do you own a ShamWow? I or, a, or a Slap Chop? What's a Slap Chop? The Slap Chop was that little yeah. chopper thing, right? Oh, the same, same guy with the ShamWow. Was yeah. wasn't, he, wasn't he a creep or something? He uh, had a problem with a prostitute, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that, I, I, allegedly. I don't know that if went. But I think she, like, bit his tongue off or something. Like, amongst us. I think that happened. Now, the flip side of this, as a parent, there's some of this, and you may go through this as your uh, child gets a little older. Mm -hmm. When I played baseball, you showed up and the team provided you with things, like bats and helmets yeah, right. and equipment. You came with your glove. 
but you didn't go to bat with your own bat and your own helmet. Now, yeah, some some kids did, but like yeah, for the most yeah. part, you use now everybody there. has their own bat and their own helmet, and you got to have it, and you got to have like the thing to protect your elbow, and you got to have like the thing to protect your thumb. And... From what these kids? What do you think these kids throwing? Some gas? kids dials it up to forty eight miles an hour. <laughs> no, no, that's no. smarts. This is how it works. That's insane. You have to bring your own everything, and you have to look like you're freaking Mike Trout or Shohei Otani out there. Yeah, all these little Ronald Acuna Juniors running around with their yes. highlighter uh, red and, and gold. That's crazy. And all us sucker parents do it. Oh, where's your helmet? Well, it's in my personalized helmet bag with my personalized bat that's stuck in the side and hanging over on the dugout with the other 12 personalized helmet bags hanging in the dugout. It's really... But I find it fascinating. They convinced us... And we bitch about money and inflation. If we stopped buying the stupid stuff, I think we'd be fine. But you you have just listed like 18 things that, are, I mean, would be fair. Like, do you need a heated steering wheel? Probably not. Is it a necessity to have uh, self-dimming mirrors or what? I don't know. It's I'm, really nice. I'm such an analog, basic Betty. Like, everything that you've just <laughs> described, I go, ugh, why do I need that? Like, I'm happy I don't have computers in my car. Um, I, I mean, I had an iPhone 4 for, until they basically told me, we're not going to carry your, your phone anymore because it's 15 years out of date. So this this is like the complete opposite. Uh, the, the idea that there's something I would need so badly, no, I don't. I can't relate to that because I just think everything is dumb. Although the hot pot idea, now we're starting to get something. See, I'm just a sucker for every gimmick. That's the problem. Yeah, I have walked out of grocery stores that have self checkout. That we've done this in Mexico. I, I walked in. I go, oh, there's nobody working here. I'm going to another grocery store because I don't want to. I don't work in a grocery store. Well, Pay these people to do the work for me. And that's in that world of. Wait, that was, that I, was I have like to the check beginning my own, of it. Yeah. I have to check my own things out? Why is that? Don't I... Isn't there? Isn't that built into the cost of all the products no, no, no. I buy here? It's a here? convenience, and this gets back to the main idea of things that you don't really need. It's, oh, you know, if I had a, a copper pan, I wouldn't spend nearly as much time scrubbing or whatever. But it's like, again, if you just weren't lazy, you wouldn't need half the stuff that you need. But it does... that you think you need, I should say. The self-checkout allows me to not have weird interaction with a person that I don't really want to have weird sure. interaction with. And it's easier to steal that way, too. That is true. <laughs> that I, 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 no if one's you gonna see stop me you. at your grocery right store at yeah. self-checkout, I am stealing from When you. I was in college, I stole a lot of rolls of toilet paper at the self-checkout. But the first time, it was by accident. The first time, I had them like, under the cart. So like I was pushing through, and I forgot to do it. And I just was like, okay. And I get out there, and I was like, huh. And I so then I tried it again, and then I never paid for toilet paper ever again. You're like <laughs> robbing Glazer, walking slowly Basically, away. Yeah. The text line is blowing up with the Stanley craze. Oh, the Stanley, the Stanley cups, which, which are, have lead in them? And they're also just Yetis. Weren't Yetis the same thing? Basically, yeah. It's aluminum lined, whatever, keeps it cold, keeps it hot. Yeah. It was called a thermos when Stanley first invented it like 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, but I don't is, know. Just the bigger and dumber the cups get, the more women are into them, I think. I don't know. Mego's not here to explain the uh, the Stanley Cup thing. Well, they ma- they match your outfit, right? Or they match your uh, mood. I or suppose they match they your fingernails. Or and now you've spent five hundred or a thousand dollars on having ten or twelve of them. Having a bunch of cups, bunch of dumb cups. All right, uh, that was uh, heart explaining. And we did got- I do it? You did it. Is that you how it's it. supposed to work? You explained lots of things in that segment. I think. That we're and, all dumb uh, and we spend money on things we don't provided need. Provided a service to the people out there. Uh, we'll do that again here with Bet Roulette, which is coming up next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You can watch the show anytime via our live stream on Twitch. Just go to twitch.tv slash WEEI And check out WEEI on YouTube for our video-on-demand content updated daily. Now, more of Jones and Mego on WEEI. I'm going inside a club and my phone rings. Hello? Uh, hey, Randy, it's uh, Coach Belichick. And I... What? I said, this is Bill Belichick of the Patriots. He goes, what? And hung up the phone. Like, well, maybe he doesn't want to come to New England. So then I called him again. Hello? Uh, Randy, the, this is Coach Belichick. And I'm sitting there like, man, who the hell keeps playing on my phone? And he's like, all right, now who is this? Like, this is a prank. And so I go, no, no, this is, this is Bill Belichick, and, and we've traded for you. He cut straight to the chase. He said, look, man, if you're not up here by 10 o'clock tomorrow morning, no trade. And I'm like, oh, shit, I, I just hung up on Bill. Me and a couple of my boys were sitting at a table, and I ordered a 12-pack of Corona. Man, I held one of my Coronas. I said, I'm going to be a Patriot! I remember most people liking them. It was a fourth-round pick, right, that they traded for him. It yeah. wasn't like, you know, they didn't have to give up Nothing. a lot. He was so disgruntled in the uh, L.A. Oakland. At the, or Oakland at the time. Yep. With uh, like Tui Isosopo and Andrew Walter were Andrew his quarterbacks. Walter he hated. Yeah, I mean that was it was a bad situation for him there. I think he had um, Aaron Brooks was Brooks with quarterback one Might year maybe. Been. And it was just, he was so disgruntled. It seemed like you know his career was fading away. Oh, people wondered if he had lost a step, if he was done, yeah. if he. And the Patriots were coming off that 06 season where Rache Caldwell and Doug Gabriel and Jabbar Gaffney, who they kept, but, you know, I mean, it was it was not exactly murderer's row wide receiver, and they had gotten to the AFC Championship game. But there was a real worry that, okay, you bring in Randy Moss, all of a sudden the Patriot way is not going to be the Patriot way anymore. He likes to moon the crowd. He likes that. He does this. He does that. He's, you know, not like a, a typical Patriot, even though you'd already won with Corey Dillon. It wasn't exactly a typical Patriot either nope. before he got here. But with Moss, it was different. I feel like with Moss, there was a lot of pants peers at the time who thought that it was going to totally destroy the team. Absolutely. And people that thought he didn't fit, and I referenced it earlier, oh, you'll never win with that kind of player, and you went undefeated until... Yeah. I mean, you didn't win. Minute, you didn't, but I don't think that makes that. <laughs> but you did win accurate. with that kind of play because Corey Dillon was a problem child. I think uh, Corey Dillon know? was worse in some ways. Yeah, Corey I mean, Dillon he had a rap the sheet. Field yeah. was a rap sheet guy. Yeah. Moss was more of a immature, mercurial receiver, right? Emotional and did dumb stuff and a big kid kinda. Whereas Corey Dillon had some legitimate issues. Did he go to Tennessee right after that? After the Patriots, Moss went to Tennessee, right? Or did he? Was there a stop before that? Did he go to the Vikings and then Tennessee? Because I, I remember Vikings he went back to Minnesota. But, uh, yeah, it was, I mean, it never, and I think oh, it was on the Niners, too, He right? went to the, the Super Bowl end? with the Niners. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, no, he was, when he left New England, even though he was great the entire time in New England. Yes. Great. He had double-digit touchdowns every year. I know. I and miss I miss. Then he made days. that, uh, put the, the earth on these shoulders press <laughs> conference, and then it was over. Yep. Some some reason that didn't uh, that didn't fly anymore. Nope. Um, so uh, there you go. We got uh, just a few minutes left here before we get in the bet roulette, but let's just get into it right now. 
All right, I'm going to give you a choice. You can either have the money and the hammer, or you can walk out of here. You can't have both. You don't f around in this place. You got it? Boom, boom. That's it. Gambling. Andy Hart, are you familiar with bet roulette? Do you know how it works? I believe I roll a number and then I get a bet that I have to answer. You do. Uh, it is uh, bet roulette brought to you by Cars for Kids, the easy way to donate your car. Donate today. Your car can be picked up tomorrow. Go to carsforkids.com or call 1-877-CARS-FOR-KIDS. That's cars with a K and the number four. Ryan has uh, six picks on the board. I do, and you guys swept last night. We, we did. We hit all three on the parlay. Hit a three-legger. Yep. All Celtics picks. Um, I had Tatum over two and a half threes. Uh, Jones had uh, Celtics eight and a half, and Mego had over two twenty three or whatever it was. We all hit. It wasn't a big. Uh, it wasn't very juicy. It was only like plus four hundred, but uh, still, it was uh, it was a win. And hopefully, we can do that again for you here. Ryan's gonna roll, but uh, let's go with Andy first. Andy, give it a roll. What's the etiquette? Throw it, roll it right in front of you me. Do whatever you want. I shoot at the basket. Is what I usually do. I and sometimes it. I make it. Yeah. Yeah. Mego makes blues clues noises and drops it. <laughs> it's true. What'd you I'm get? Probably supposed to see it where it I would help. I can't see it. Yeah, I, I got 18 monitors in front of me. What's it say, Andy? What do we got? It's a three. We've got a, it's three. a, three. a three. A three. These a three. are all uh, because the uh, the NBA is back and they're still trying to figure out some uh, money line stuff. I have uh, just taken point spread. So number three is actually the biggest spread of the night, Andy. The Thunder are minus 15 and a half point favorites. They are hosting the Washington Wizards. Uh, do you like the Thunder by 15 and a half points? or do the Wizards cover? I'm not real comfortable taking the Wizards. That's a big number. That is in, indeed a big number. I think there's mm -hmm. another big number with uh, the Warriors and Charlotte. But uh, Yes, but not as big. Not as big. That's what she said. Uh, I will take the Thunder. I will lay those points. I like it. I like teams that are good coming out of the break. I feel like there's like a an energy, a newfound rebirth mm -hmm. or whatever. So they're a young team. They're a fun team. They score points. Why not? The Wizards aren't good ever. Right. So, yeah, I mean, they right. probably should kick their ass. All right, here we go. Arcand It's not going to half-court it from the one seat. He wasn't even close. He, he hit, hit the ceiling. The ceiling. Did you not ever play Nerf in a low-ceiling uh, I did, place? okay? It's like, a low-ceiling. It's yeah, farther away than they usually what shoot from. did you roll? It's a two. It's a two. Uh, let me get my other tab back up here. Number two, the Cleveland Cavaliers. They will be in Philadelphia tonight. We're having a rough go of it. Cleveland is a six-point favorite at Philadelphia, Arkan. Do you like the Sixers to cover or the Cavs by six points? I'm going to go ahead and take uh, Cleveland here, even though they have had a couple of losses lately. I think they just lost to Orlando, and the Sixers did beat them recently, too. Other than that, they've been kicking everybody's ass, and I think that they'll probably get back on track with that uh, here, even though they are kicking off a quick road trip. I like Cleveland. I think that, uh, you know, they've got a lot going for him right now. Donovan Mitchell's day-to-day. -day, do we know if he's playing? Because that would uh, sway my pick a little bit. Um, if he's not playing, I might I might lean Philly, but I'm going to assume that he does uh, since they just lost to him recently. So give me the Cavs minus five and a half. Okay, someone has to roll for me. And it's six, by the way, not five and a half. Oh, roll. it's six? Roll what? Whatever. I'll still do it. Oh, do I need, I'll do it. I'll do it. All right, yeah, you roll for, uh, roll you for, roll for Ryan. And he's going for a he's free throw. A Missed that one. I got a five. A five. A five would be, ooh. Oh, this is so great. I'm happy I got this one. The New Orleans Pelicans are playing the Miami Heat tonight. They host the Miami Heat. Uh, Pelicans are Pelicans a two been killing and a half point favorite. I'm a big fan of Brandon Ingram. Uh, I think he's very underrated. And my uh, dislike of the Heat is well documented on this radio program. I'm taking the New Orleans Pelicans at a very fair number at home. Minus two and a half. 
uh, against the Miami Heat. Whoa, you're betting against Heat culture. Uh, yeah, Ryan he, hates the I'm Heat. I'm betting so against much. Heat culture. I think Heat culture is one of the dumbest things ever. It's it's almost as dumb as collaboration. You are I'm welcome ha- back. I'm going into the belly want. of the Heat culture beast tomorrow, so uh, I'll report back, Ryan. I'll let you know how it is down there. Let them know I think they stink. I will. I'll <laughs> find Jimmy Butler and I'll tell him you said that. Terry staying Rozier. right on the beach. I appreciate that. Uh, near it, yeah. We're staying. We're staying pretty close by. We got friends that we're staying with, and they're uh, not. Are you a, a real estate agent from the beach? We on the beach? Well, you're near it. Close to it. <laughs> Walking distance. You can get there. It's only a few minute walk. Anyway, uh, that's all for us. Andy Hart, great job. Uh, great working with you too. Thank you. It was fun. Um, yeah, you and I don't get to work together that much, so that was fun. No. Uh, Ryan, great job as always. Stick around. Rich Keith coming up next with Fitzy. I'd imagine since Hart's oh, right It's here. actually me. I'm hanging out for a little bit with. Are him. you really? Yeah. Okay. So gets a little, a little, little crossover. That's quite a shift for you, my friend. I'm only staying for like a half hour. All right. Still long shift. Anyways, uh, I'm out. I'm out all next week. So enjoy Jones and Mego without Arcand. I will talk to you in a week. Everybody enjoy the rest of your Friday night. Goodbye. That's the pumpkin market. I don't know this song. And the card inside would say thank you for being a friend. Excuse me. Having some ice cream with Jose Iglesias? Yeah. We had tequila. It is. Excuse me. Tequila. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.